Success podcast. I'm your host, Amy Quinley. This is the unofficial Jeff Lewis Live After Show. But first, I need to talk about somebody else who is dating an Irish guy, and that is Dolores Catania over in the Real Housewives of New Jersey. New Jersey. Now, Dolores is dating Polly, who's an Irish guy, and they need to come up with a theme. I don't know. I hate this production shit. They just want to do a prohibition party. They just want to dress like 20s flappers and they have to come up with some reason. So whatever. Sure. It's an Irish prohibition party. If that's a thing now. And I'm sure it was. (laughs) I'm like doubting history over here. Okay. No. So Polly's house, it's sleek, chic. It has this like dark and stormy modern kind of aesthetic. It's definitely over a million dollars for sure. It looks like it has the Jeff Lewis interior touch, to be honest. Now the party decoration that was also insanely extravagant Jersey style all the way definitely not Irish style, by the way, because if that was a group of Irish people, all they need is a fridge full of beer and a comfy seat. Like Irish people are the party. You can just leave them in a cardboard box with a six pack of Guinness and they'll have the best time. Like it was just so funny how above and it was so non-Irish to I'm sorry if there's bougie Irish people out there listening. Actually, that's me and my mom. We're bougie Irish people. So um, outside of Polly's townhouse, though, there was a red carpet. There were twinkle lights in his shrubberies and all of this stuff. And then you guys, no, 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 no. They hired river dancers, Irish river dancers, kind of like tap dancing-esque. And it's iconic in the Irish world because they have like the tight curls in their hair. It's a whole style. I don't know. I had cousins who did it. And so when they were first showing the footage of these girls dancing, their faces, I was like, why do they look so uncomfortable? And then they zoom down. You guys, you guys, Polly's driveway is like this dark, again, dark, sleek cement, like everything about his house is sexy and cool and all of that. Then he has this group of beautiful young Irish step dancers tapping away for their lives on top of an old, wooden, gross, flimsy plank board. What? It was like literally a wooden crate. They were like dancing on milk jugs. It was wild. It lo- I, Nothing looked more out of place than these river dancers in this beautiful millionaire's row. And they're on an old gross pallet of wood. I don't even, it looks like they found it from behind a dumpster somewhere. And they were like, shit, we can't have the girls dance on cement. Oh, grab that pallet. Like, it looks so out of place. You guys, you can rent a stage, a mini stage. They could have put a tablecloth over it. Like, literally anything besides having this old janky piece of wood. No wonder those girls look terrified. If they slipped and fell, they would have splinters all up and down their body. It'd be like the time the Nicaragua bus fell 
into the killer bees. If you don't know what we're talking about, listen to Jeff Lewis Live or Splash of Sass from last week. And instead of bee stings all over, it would be wooden splinters. Okay? So all I'm saying is, like, if you can afford the budget for this huge extravagant party, then next time, you it's like you crossed the T's but forgot to dot one I. And that I was the Irish dancers. Okay, so also at that party, though, it was hilarious. Wait, Frank Catania also starts dancing next to the Irish dancers safely on the concrete. He's amazing. It was amazing. He's so funny. Okay, so there were some great insults traded later in the episode when Margaret called Danielle a low-budget Betty. And Danielle fires back with old hag Nancy. Low budget Betty versus old hag Nancy. I'm tuning into that pay-per-view, hands down. Now, speaking of old hags, today on Jeff Lewis Live. No, you guys, I'm just kidding. Oh my God, I'm fucking kidding. Oh, I hope Julian Brandy and Jeff, no one is offended by that. Should I edit it? No, that was funny, right? Okay, I'm leaving it in. Oh, I love them so much. Um, My favorite people in the whole wide world were on Jeff Lewis Live today. The opposite of old hags. I'm the old hag fool, okay? We had Brandy Howard, Julie Goldman, and Shane Doug. Bless. So, Megan's minivan is officially up for sale. Okay, you guys, I do not mean to be crass, especially to my dear Megan, dear Megan, and especially when I was just crass two seconds ago, but Megan's minivan sounds like a great porno series. The second I heard it, I was like, Megan in the, Megan in the mini, Megan in the minivan, where she has like different hotties, like climb into her pimped out van, and then you just see the van cam footage. Oh my, I think I just came up with something. Or she could be with micros only. And it's Megan in the micro van. Megan in the micro van. You guys, this creative brain should not be withering away. I am available for higher splash assess podcast at gmail.com. And it doesn't have to be Megan Weaver. You know, like any porn star named Megan, feel free to take that idea. Oh, I'm really contributing to society through this podcast. So um, I'm almost as bad as the Trump that DM Jeff saying he would buy Megan's minivan if she included her cramp clamp, her cramp, her crap, crap, clamp, cramp clamp with purchase. It just left us all perplexed. Like, unless you're part of the 1% that already knew what a cramp clamp was or is, I still don't really know. I think we think it's a butt plug. Oscar, the intern, suggested that one. I still want Sam back. Hey, Sam, what's up? Um, I was going to look up what the fuck a cramp clamp is, but I just don't want to. I do not. I don't want that Google history. I don't want I don't need those ads popping up. I'm good. Anyways, the most shocking part of that whole conversation was that Megan is selling her minivan for eleven thousand doll hairs. $11,000? No, 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 how? What kind of world? Is that a Swarovski covered cramp clamp? Like what, what do you mean $11,000? That has to be a mistake, sir. But Brandy and Julie want to see the minivan. (laughs) 
But it seemed like they were more interested in it was like they wanted to go on a school field trip to like go see an antique car from the early 2000s. Check out those cloth seats. Do they still have wind down windows? You have to use your own fucking hands. Wow, that's exhausting. Um, It was cute, though, to see them get all excited about an old car. But it kind of seemed fake because Brandy, specifically, I remember her saying that she would rather live in a shitty ass apartment than drive a shitty ass car. <laughs> I think this is when she found out what Jameson drives. Ah, <laughs> uh, Jameson, I have an 07 RAV4, so I'm not one to talk. But because of Brandy now, I want to upgrade my car because I feel like I agree with her. So now my cats can live in a shoebox with me. And we're Irish though, so we'll just get some Guinness and we'll be good. Boom. Boom. The luck of the fucking Irish. Now, Casey the Rat Man is going to help Jeff. Hopefully he has some luck of the Irish because it took Casey the Rat Man one month to get rats out of Monica Casey's house. Okay, again, I have questions, people. What does that even mean? A month to get rats out of Monica's house? Did he sleep there? How often did he stop by? Did he set traps and leave and then check every morning? Like, how how did he know when he got to the last rat? How do you know that was the last one? I have so many questions. Get the rat man. Get Casey on. We need them all. Monica, Casey, Casey the rat man, all the Casey's. Now, Jeff's cats aren't eating his rats. Cat eat the rat. Ew, cat and the rat. I'm like cat in the hat and the rat make it fat. Okay, now um, Jeff says that, oh, speaking of the cats are too fat and lazy to hunt the rats. I feel like Jenny Poulos could make up a whole children's rap about that. Okay, so my cats are straight up fucking mini tigers, you guys. It's so fun to live with them. The way that they wrestle and chase and then snuggle and kiss each other. It's like Nat Geographic every day. But since I can't let them out, Okay, what I'm about to tell you, please do not judge me. And if you do judge me, that's fine. That's fine. I judge me too when you hear what I'm about to say. Now, for PETA and anyone out there, I would never actually do this. But because my cats are such badasses and I can't let them outside or else they'll instantly die, I'm told by the vet, then I kind of want to get a bird from Petco and maybe let it loose inside of my house like a parakeet a little baby parakeet and then see let my cats hunt it for fun one day <laughs> you, guys, you guys i swear don't send Peter, don't send animal control after me don't send child protective services for my cats like i would never actually do this but I'm, I kind of want to. I want to so bad. But I don't want the karma of killing another bird because I killed my pet bird in high school. Not telling that story right now. That was enough of a confession for one day. Oh my God. But isn't that kind of a brilliant idea? You know, just like, because my cats, they, they'd be so good at hunting. Why not let in a bird and let them go crazy? It'd be so perfect. So anyways, Julie's cat is a hunter and constantly brings in half dead animals to her house. That's what I'm saying. That's what I want mine to bring me gifts too, but they can't. My childhood cat could though. It brought a half alive bunny into my bedroom while I was getting ready for school one day. How did I know that this was happening? How did I know? Because my mother yelled up the stairs, Amy, 
don't panic, but... Uh, <laughs> okay, let's just... Spoiler alert. Anytime you say, Amy, don't panic, but... But... Just know I'm instantly already panicked. There should never be a but to that sentence. No but. No but. Now, speaking of buts, Toby had diarrhea again. Again. This poor fucking dog. Damn, he must be skinny as fuck. They figured out that he keeps digging up one spot in the yard. So Jeff learns that he's been eating and burying a bird, digs it up, eats more, reburies it. Julie, <laughs> Julie aptly names Jeff's dog, renames him Toby Bundy, since he's now a cannibalistic serial killer. Actually, not cannibal. He's not killing other dogs. Hopefully, well, let's not let it get to that level, okay? And actually, Brandy had a way cuter spin on it. Oh, it was adorable. She claimed that Toby was just digging up the dead bird to kiss it. Give it a little kiss. Give it some loving. And then... Bury it back six feet under. So it makes Jeff think of all the times that Toby <laughs> was kissing Jeff and cuddling and all of that when Toby had dead bird breath. Now, when dog owners let their dogs lick their mouths. Now, the outside is gross. When they lick the outside of the mouth, the inside is absolutely unacceptable. Un I'm so... Oh, Oh, I don't want to watch that. It makes me queasy to have to watch that. But then on the same page, I'm actually happy that the dogs are loved so much that you and your dog love each other so much that you just want to make out. It's adorable, but I'm not into that bestiality. Now, Lily and Aurora are in a cat fight. It sounds like we all just need a vacation, right? Like, fuck it. Fuck it. We all need a vacation. Guys, we've been working hard this year, okay? Mayday, Mayday. We need a vacation. Let's all go to Hideaway Low Vineyard this weekend, okay? Drink some rosé all day. Who's with me? No, I can't actually. I'm busy. So, Scrub Daddy sent the Jeff Lewis Live crew a bunch of free merch. I guess because Jameson talked about QVC. Um, So did Splash of Sass, Scrub Daddy, bitch. I'll take some too. But I understand if you don't want to because I just called you a bitch. I'm sorry about it. Now, speaking of selling merch, Jeff was promoting the Yellowstone bourbon the best he knows how. But it wasn't good enough. It wasn't fucking good enough for Yellowstone bourbon. They didn't like his marketing strategy. Now he has to call and apologize to the client and marketing agency. Fuck that. Honestly, I think they're ungrateful little bitches. Like, what the fuck? We've all said Yellowstone bourbon more in the past two weeks than I've ever said in my fucking life. And I lived in Yellowstone County in Montana, bitch. Okay? So Jeff Lewis made me say it more. And now I'm boycotting the bourbon. Boycott the bourbon. But no, I'm just kidding. Oh my God, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, you guys. This is Splash of Sass. Everything is with sarcasm, okay? buy whatever bourbon and I don't want to um, defame them. Okay, so all I'm asking is that here's my question. Je when Jeff calls to apologize to the client and the marketing agency, can that just be live? You guys, that would be epic to hear. All right, manifesting that. Now, Brandy gives Alyssa, oh, Brandy's so sweet. She gives Alyssa a shout out since it's their first show without her. Jeff, fucking Jeffery says no one has commented on his social media saying that they miss her. 
by the way, follow Splash of Sass podcast on Insta, which of course isn't true, you guys. For the official record, we all fucking miss you, Alyssa. We miss you so much. Oh my God, I really truly do. Honestly, I'm still shooketh at the executive producer role. I knew she was a boss. She's obviously a boss ass bitch. Not sorry, not bitch, ma'am. Um, but I thought she was headed more. I just keep calling everybody a bitch. I'm a fool. I'm a fool. I'm a bitch ass fool. Um, I just thought that Alyssa was headed more in the direction of having her own show, to be honest. And now instead she has all the shows to look after. I just feel like the way that she contributed to JLL, to Reality Check, I was just so ready to listen to After Hours with Alyssa or whatever she wants to name it. Actually, that's kind of my show. I have the After Hours show. But Amy and Alyssa, that has a good ring to it. There's room for more. There's room for growth over here. Just saying, Alyssa. Um, Apparently, Alyssa yelled at Jeff today, and now he... Jeffrey makes me laugh sometimes. Now Jeff wants to block Alyssa's number from his phone. (laughs) I love it. So Brandy, you guys, Brandy fucking steps in. So I guess this happened during the break and they air the uncut footage on the SiriusXM app. Brandy was selling the shit out of this app. The shit out of it. To be honest, I don't watch the video version, but again, Brandy totally sold me and now I shall check it out. Also, I hope that Brandy and Julie are hosting Reality Checked this summer at some point. They didn't mention it, but it's like every other guest on Jeff Lewis Live seems to be nowadays and they are fucking perfect for it. Perfect. We also mentioned a turd cutter. I'm gonna pass on that. I would rather talk about the crap clamp cramp clamp I don't I'm sorry I forgot what it was anyways Jeff asked the girls um Julie and Brandy if they've ever done an enema they've ever done an enema he's obsessed because a caller suggested yesterday he does a water enema to lose four pounds he has right now he's down to 24 hours about 24 hours and counting to lose four more pounds we actually didn't get away in today um but Jeff I have a $10,000 enema story that I could tell you. $10,000 enema shit story. What does that even mean? What does that even mean? Honestly, it's too good to give away for free. I promise if you want to hear it, then I will tell it when I'm on a paid platform, okay? On Jeff Lewis Live, if you want to invite me, sure, sure. Because by too good, I mean it's way too embarrassing, enema shit story. Let me just, again, throw that out there. Actually, I have two $10,000 shit stories, and I will only embarrass myself to that extreme if I'm getting paid. But Jeff, Jeff, I can promise you that doing an enema is fucking gross. Again, I said this yesterday. I swear, just order a sauna suit online. Look it up. It's one of those, like, suits that a wrestler would wear, wicked hot, and then you just sweat so much and whatever. Honestly, I'm just annoyed that Jeff Lewis has not been living a more balanced life the past few months, and now he's been reduced to extreme dieting because I have been so fucking queasy listening the past few days with all of the shit talk. I prefer talking shit, not shit talk, if you know what I mean. 
Now, moving on to Anthony Anderson, who Jeff has been working with for over a year. He hired a ditzy person to power wash the outside of his house. Basically, this guy used Anthony Anderson's bathroom twice inside of his house when he's supposed to use the porter potty outside. I uh, no, that's unacceptable. That's just unacceptable. And it set off the alarm in the house. So the police came happened twice in one week. But the biggest part of this all was that Brandy, Brandy just tosses this out into the ethers and then nobody picks up on it. Brandy said she called 911 and was put on hold. How do you just let that slide? How do you let that slide? What do you mean? What do you mean you were put on? What were you calling 911 about in the first place? How long were you on hold for? Did they get back to you? Did they ever come? What, what do you mean? Oh, did you ask them who were they helping beforehand? How do they rate what's more important? Like, uh, do they ask you quickly? Like, is somebody dying? No. Okay. Then can you hold? I have questions. I have questions. Julie and Brandy, we need you back on air. Okay. Speaking of actually, Brandy and Julie, we talked about Vanderpump rules. They were saying how they used to host the after show. Then <laughs> classic Hollywood Vanderpump rules got wicked success and Brandy and Julie got cut from their involvement with the after show, which is just tomfoolery to begin with. That's not even a pun on toms or fools. That's just fucking malarkey because Brandy and Julie are icons. They should have a fucking show. You guys, oh my fucking God. You know what I thought of? Okay, again, I am a creative genius ready for hire. You know how this has been a big trend in the show format era, even podcasts or um, actual TV shows where they have old castmates rewatch their old episodes of the show and comment on it. They do it with Below Deck. They have old castmates watch new episodes. Um, the Hills or Laguna Beach, they did that. Um, Jackson and Brittany, I think, were watching some Vanderpump Rules old episodes. You guys... We, Peacock or Bravo, could totally do a flipping out rewatch and have a bunch of chumps as the commentators. Oh my, all right, all right. This is just a Wednesday afternoon of my fucking ideas. Here we go. Monica and Shane, they are in one square. Julie and Brandy, they are commenting from another square. Jeff and Zoila, they are commenting from another square. We could go on and on and on. Carrie Lewis, get her on there with Fortune Feemsters. Oh my, no, Fortune and Zach maybe. No, I want to be with Fortune. Everybody wants to be with Fortune. Remember when MJ lied to the booking, JLL booking team to say she couldn't do a day so that she had to be with Fortune? I would do the exact same. And the same with Brandy and Julie. Um, They do tell us a depressing update though, Julie and Brandy that they have not had an alcoholic beverage for over three weeks. Ew. Ew. What the fuck? Why is everybody getting sober? Why is everybody getting sober? Should we all? Should we all? Should I? So should I, what? Nah, fuck it. I'm not, I don't want to. I don't want to. I could maybe be California sober for three weeks and just smoke a shit ton of weed, but no, that's just, I want to live a fun life. That sounds like no fun. Speaking of life, Brandy, when she dies, <laughs> she wants to get buried with the Budins because the Budins have a great um grave site all ready to go. Of course they do. Of course they do. You guys buried with the Budins. 
that needs to be a sitcom. Again, look at all these fucking ideas I'm coming out with. Okay, but truly, Buried with the Butins, what a ring that has to it. It's perfect. It could be about a family that runs a graveyard. Doug could be cast in it. It's so, that would, I'm so sold on this. I am so sold. I Doug, I will be your writing partner. Oh, wait, we're supposed to be on strike too, right? Because I'm a writer. Um, all right, so once we're done striking, mentally, virtually striking from my couch, um, we'll write that, okay? So Julie did mention an ash plant, how you can like add your ashes if you get cremated to an ash plant as soil and then give it to a friend so you like grow back. You guys, just this fucking weekend, of course, I watched this show on Netflix, Almost Australian, it's called. It's just an Australian travel show. Honestly, all roads lead back to Jeff Lewis, though, because he would hate it. He would <laughs> he would hate it only because it is hosted, well, for a plethora of reasons, actually, but because it is hosted by Harry Potter's very own Professor Sprout. Oh my God, it's so funny. But so there's a bar called the Daily Waters Pub. They have old bras and underwear hanging from the ceiling. Hopefully not old underwear. Not that you'd like buy it fresh. Ew, ew. Do you think people like pervs, like when there's bras and panties hanging at bars, do you think they get drunk and like sniff them? Like you've ever caught somebody standing on a stool of a little pervy at a bar and he's just like sniffing the dirty panties up hanging up above. Cause they're obviously not like brand new panty. All right. Whatever. I don't like saying the word. Why does it always panties? And it is Wednesday. It's wet Wednesday. And we always end up talking about panties with Julie and Brandy. I love it. Anyways, back to this Australian show. The owner of this bar said that they have an ash tree in the back and that people, because it's such a small, village everybody spends so much time at this pub that they all want to be buried there and spend the afterlife there with all of their friends <laughs> from the village so they just dump themselves back into the ash plant and then they all just live together in the back of the bar and then they zoomed <laughs> they zoomed in on the ash plant and it's just <laughs> it's just like this old decrepit like little mini tree just like dying away in the corner with all the death souls just like a little ghost tree oh that's great does high tops have an ash plant because i think we know a few ch chumps who might donate to that cause Oh, and then it could be like a shrine and all the, all the Jeff Lewis Live listeners can go visit you guys at your chump tree in high tops. Aw, that's so morbid. Amy, sorry. All right, I cannot wait for tomorrow's episode of Jeff Lewis Live. In the meantime, everybody, please subscribe to Splash of Sass. Follow me on Insta, rate, subscribe. I don't know, all that shit. I love you guys so fucking much. See you tomorrow. Bye. Splash, splash, splash. Splash your sass, splash your sass.